Peace, family. Welcome back to the ABS Brothers. My name is Brother Ben X. I'm Dr. Jake Taylor Jacobs. Chris Cole, I am. And today we was going to be talking about um, how to actually build out your bank because we came to the conclusion that's what BWO does. We help you build out your bank. And last week we talked about BizCo and the power of uh, implementing the BizCo ecosystem into yeah. your business after you got the right team member. So today we're going to delve into... Um, why we said that because uh last week or maybe it was this week uh jake called and said man what is our story you know we got to develop that true story and when we and when we summarize what we actually do um not just the individual digital real estate uh, trading or private bank blueprint but we're literally basically giving them all the components and parts of or parts to build out their bank so how did you come to that conclusion? Um, the reason why I came out, uh, reason how I came up to the conclusion, as both of you know, my life's work is demystifying that families can't build their own bank, and also demystifying uh, the fact that people think that we need the bank mm -hmm. in order mm -hmm. to build legacy wealth and success in businesses and be profitable. And my life's work is literally has literally been on. Um, Proving that you don't need a dollar from the bank. You can become your own bank mm -hmm. to get the entire life that, you know, that you want. And when I looked at the asset of what your life's work is, which is trading uh, and teaching people how to grow a seed, grow the money that you have. When I looked at your life's work on realizing how to show people how to make their business or their brand uh, uh, online grow and make it attractive enough to make people want to actually consume their products or services so that they even have money to kind of deal with what i realized was that the three functions that we provide the the masses in our students are actually the basis of what banking is right and when you look at a bank people think of a bank just as a lending institution institution but a bank commercial bank doesn't create money they can only grow what they have mm -hmm. um, only the federal reserve is the bank that can actually grow money and make money um so when you look at the function of a commercial bank it is a business they got to create products and services just like any other business got to create products and services all with the purpose of getting opm which is other people's money into their possession so that they can be able to grow other people's money with their skill sets uh, with the skill sets that they have to be able to grow it and so when you look at a bank um you got to start looking at it from a business perspective what does this bank do that i can't do the bank literally has a business of servicing managing and securing currency or assets mm -hmm. from uh safety deposit boxes to savings accounts to checking accounts to credit cards to all these things um uh, cds um uh business checking business savings all of these things if you look at or you talk to a banker they're considered products and the banker's job is to sell you products so that you can be able to purchase the product which typically comes with sometimes management fees or um overdraft fees or atm convenience fees or um things of that nature that allows the bank to not only be able to service your money but make money from the profits of managing your money so in they're in the money management business 
and they take the money that they manage and they do two things. They offer the customer or client some type of service ad. We're going to protect your money. We're going to make it convenient for you to use your money wherever you want. And we're also going to give you 0.8, maybe 1% for allowing us to be able to manage your money. Mm -hmm. And with that being said, you're giving your money to the bank. And now they have rights to be able to grow your money using his strategies, which is, you know, I, I honestly consider your your way of trading like lending. Honestly, you're allowing um, you're allowing a business or a currency to hold your money um, for a period of time. And then you get your money back, plus the profits that you want to take from it. And you know that they made money along the way, too, as well. Right. Which in my, my thought process is just like lending for a small period of time. You're not letting them hold it and running away. Right. You're letting them hold your money. Y'all both make money. You kind of dip from it. So for me, I looked at that and I said, dang, well, how do banks get clients and customers to buy their products? Marketing and branding. Mm -hmm. They make themselves a trusted in any community that they go into. They first start with the schools, then they go they go and talk to businesses and they make themselves available and they use marketing and branding to make the consumer trust them and they provide their products and services to the customers and consumers that trust them. Well, when I look at that, I say, well, 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 what do businesses need to do? Businesses got to market and brand to make the customer or consumer trust them that where you can get their money and then when it comes into your world you can be able to grow it expand it and kind of do that so when i looked at the basis of what we really are doing and the services that we really are providing i realized you know we've been saying uh before we before we partner with chris that we teach families how to build their own bank but then when i looked at the true value add of chris and looking at how he teaches people to be their own trader and also have you created um uh, the automated trade, uh, the uh, the auto trader, which trades on behalf of the customer or client. Mm -hmm. I realized, wait, these large financial institutions, they got auto traders. Yep. And then they have financial analysts uh, that look over these auto traders to make sure that um, that the, that the trades are executing right. They're managing them kind of, you know, um, as they're kind of doing what they do. And I looked at what we're doing for a family as whole. We're showing them how to get other people's money to get it into their ecosystem. We're teaching them how to reserve their money. And we're also teaching them how to grow their money, which is literally a bank. So we're literally teaching families, consumers, um, uh, private uh, institutions or private families how to coordinate their family in such a way that they can end up becoming their own banking system. And we've used our company and we've used our, our, our business to be able to buy our own cars from the Corvette to the Rolex, to the Bentley, uh, I said the Rolex to the uh, Rolls Royce, to the Bentley, to the, to the homes that we're looking to get to, uh, uh, buying more equipment for our staff. We became our own banking source and we're literally teaching families how to do the same thing. <laughs> yes yeah yeah we are <laughs> let me ask you this brother jake um when it comes to this process and, and chris as well well no let me start with you what was the process of families building out banks for real because i think that will help them understand the pathway that they need to do some people may come in and think oh i just need to start with private bank because i found jake first 
but that may not be the best thing Correct. to start off with. So right. what what was the process of the banks actually starting a bank, which will probably give the listeners or even some of our students a reference point on what you. they need to be doing. So so how how the question is how do banks get started? Yeah. The very first thing that the bank uh, a, for a bank to get started is you need a board of directors. You need a group of people that you can go into business with to have the same come and go. Um, um, which is the same way that you build a family. How do you, how do you get you get married? You yeah, find yeah. somebody that has the same come and go. Uh, how do you build a business? You find somebody's that have the same come and go and you build your board, you build your board of directors. The second thing that is needed to start a bank is a reserve. You need a you need at least two to three million dollars or some type of pooling of money that can be able to be the marketing and the backing of the bank as you get started. Now, this reserve or pool of money cannot be used as your lending source. You can only lend what is given to you. That makes sense. And so you need a board of directors. You need a pool of funding um, and you need to know what products or services you're going to be able to offer your specific community that best services them. So to so to uh, to have a to have a bank that specializes in in um, uh, lending to uh, high net worth individuals, but your bank opened up in the hood. That's not going to be a bank that survives long. Your bank is going to have to find products and services that can that can be valuable to the community that they're serving because the bank knows that it got to get other people's money in order for the system to start working. So when I'm looking at my family construct, I'm looking at and building this family banking system. I need to find a group of people that are on the same page. Now, let me let me tell you something. Relatives and families are two different things. Yeah. Relatives are people who are your blood. You can't pick that. Family are people who are on the same mission. So I can choose my family, but I can't always choose my relatives. So as I'm choosing my family, I'm finding this board where we can all be on the same page. Wealth, wealth building. Once we're on the same page, the second thing we need to figure out is our funding. Okay, what type of money are we starting with? If we're not starting with money, what type of products and services can we offer to the public or to the community where we can get their money in exchange for products and services that they deem valuable? After I get this new inflow of money, now I need to know how to trade it, how to grow it, how to make that money make money for me. From the surplus of that money, now I can put it in a reserve and then restart that process over again. And that's kind of how the banks kind of function. The whole purpose of it is to get that money moving. And then after you get the surplus, you put it in reserves and you continue to grow it, expand it and get more branches and things of that nature. So if I'm building a family, that's how I'm thinking about actually doing that um, in that process. Um, when we're talking about banks and you building up your 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 business, oftentimes we hear always reinvest into your business. Correct. Sometimes you may hear people say, I don't even take a salary. Yeah. I don't even get a personal check. I'm reinvesting into my business. For somebody who is building up this bank, yeah. people go to the banks for loans. Yeah. People go to the yeah. bank for some income yeah. so that they can actually do some type of spending. What is the... I guess point, 
Yeah. How do you know when it's time for me to start taking profits? Good question. From a, from a so, so if you look at the profit and loss ledger of a bank, um, when a bank gets other people's money, it's considered a liability because it has to give them interest. Like that's part of the agreement, like 0.8% or something like that. This is interest that the bank has to give them. They're losing money by that money sitting in the checkings account. They're losing money. Mm. So if the bank literally took our money and and marketed to the world and then spent our money and was like, that's my money, they're in a lose-lose. But if when the bank takes that money from us in a checkings account or a savings account or a CD or or security uh, uh or a uh, security box, that is a liability to the bank. The only way that the bank can become profitable is if they put that money to work, and that money comes back with more money. So the rule of thumb is to spend the profits from the money that you put to work, not the actual principle of the money that you get. So when I'm building my business or I'm offering a service to the consumer or if I, even if I'm working a job, the first initial money that comes into my house is a liability. It's debt cash. I got to figure out a way to turn this debt cash into asset cash and asset currency, which makes my money make money for me. Then I sp I can spend the profits of that money. But if I really want to start building wealth, what do the banks do? They put that money back to work. Right. And they spend what we call the grandchildren of the profits, which is not the first initial profit that comes back, but the second profit that comes back because the, that money can kind of make money for you. So if, if the bank is functioning, thinking that the money that we earned from the service is a liability, it's not until I make that money work for me that it becomes an asset. When I'm building my family banking system or my family banking business, I got to know that even if I offer a product or service to a employer or a product or service to a cons consumer that initial money that comes to me is not a profit it is a liability mm. i got to turn that money and make that money profitable for me and then i can be able to say that i'm banking or i'm, I'm working within profit purpose so for those listening once again if you're coming in just a little bit late uh, we're breaking down the banks and how BWO, our wealth program, is helping you actually become the bank. Many of us are dependent on the banks. Many of us get loans from the bank. Many of us are thinking the bank's going to save you, but many of us haven't de decided or even thought of, man, can I become the bank for myself and my own family? So after this commercial, we're going to be going into why you should build your own bank versus dealing with Chase, versus dealing with Bank of America, versus dealing with the typical banks that we know about and why it's important for you to build your own right after this commercial be right back uh, well i'm glad i don't have to do stuff like that no more that's the type of job i used to have working with machines working with physical labor now i make money off using my mind you ever thought about at&t your insurance bill and your light bill you pay that bill on a monthly basis. So yeah, your light bill may be $60 or $90, $100, whatever the case may be. But imagine that same company is getting paid off for hundreds of thousands of people. If you had a product for $50 and you sold it to a thousand people every month for $50, that's $50,000 a month. I want to help you all develop different products, different services to make money anywhere online as long as you got Signal and Wi-Fi. If you click the link below, I've developed the ebook. It's called 50 Ways to Make Money Online. I want to help you out. See you on the other side. 
Peace, family, and we're back on the ABS podcast, and uh, we're about to get into it. So, Brother Jake, uh, so what if somebody said, well, you know, this bank that you're talking about, I got to, it, it's going to take a while. You know, I already got good credit. I already got a 680 or 700. I can go borrow money from the bank right now, you know, 10000 20000 What I'm going to wait months for to build up my own private bank. What, what, why should I? You know, because they'll say something, especially those who are in real estate, why can't I just go borrow 20 from them? Then I'm going to put it into an investment, make my money on my investment, and just pay them back. What is the benefits of me building my own versus go borrowing from them? Well, well, first of all, the, the biggest benefit is that anybody that's trying to build guaranteed legacy wealth is trying to become their own bank. A hedge fund is a bank. Private equity fund is a bank. When you look at all these people that we look up to, like Warren Buffett, you look up to the dude uh, who who had the principles book. Um, uh, Ray Dalio. Dalio. Ray Dalio. Yeah. He is a bank. These are private banks, public banks, private banks yeah. uh, that are operating in this space to where they're raising money, other people's money, and using their money in order to push their own initiatives. So the key to the game to guaranteeing wealth for your family is by becoming your own bank. But most people miss this, Chris, because they don't realize that we're looking at these banks like these huge institutions. These banks ain't nothing but families getting together, starting a board, putting their money together, and deciding to uh, to offer products and services uh, and manage other people's money um, and, and lend money out to these communities that need it. So when I'm looking at the bank in itself, the, 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 the mindset that I have to have a dependency on the bank in order for my for my livelihood or for me to gain wealth it's literally saying I need this family to help my family win. Like that's how I see it. Because when I look at a bank, they're not doing nothing but offering products and services directly to the same consumer that I could be offering products and services to. And I can get their twenty, thirty thousand dollars and flip that money. So this, this, what I, this is how I see it. Most people don't even realize that the jobs we work are the best ways of funding. This, that's you just spending all of your jobs money because you have a poor understanding or poor relationship with money. So you're spending all of your jobs money that you're literally giving all your time to. And so I'm 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 voiding the place that I'm I, I'm getting I'm trading my time for, which is the most valuable asset. I'm trading my time for this money to get money for my time. And I'm throwing that money away on cars, clothes, vacations that I'm not even prepared or ready to be able to enjoy or use. And most of us get in debt and we get credit cards for five, ten thousand $10,000 when you could have had that at your job without any interest. And then use that money to begin to start your process of becoming independent. So the biggest reason is not to say that there may never be a time where you need to partner with what I, what I, when I think about banks, to partner with another family in order to get an initiative done. But you need to be thinking about how can I make my family independent the way that they made their family independent so that we can be able to, to live on ourselves. Because if Chris Cole started the Chris Cole Bank of America, his family not going to no other bank. Right. Is that true? Right. If right. you started the Brother Ben Next Bank of Bank of America, Bank of the Nation, would you want Taji going to Chris Cole Bank of America? Mm -mm. Why? You can come to my bank. Just keep it in the family. 
Okay. So if that makes sense, thinking of us as institutions, why can't we think of ourselves in that same fashion? And a lot of it has to do with people um, borrowing from their future and enslaving. They're, they're enslaving their future to have their future today mm-hmm. because I feel like I need to have this today. I'm 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 signing away my future so that I can have my future today and I'm paying a cost for turning in my future. I'm, I'm, my, I'm, I'm my own slave master versus saying ain't nothing that Bank of America can do any different than I can do. I'm offering services, uh, a product or services either to an employer that I need to start thinking of as a customer. Now, if I think of my employer as a customer, now I got to ask myself, am I turning this customer's money into profit or am I taking a liability and purchasing more liabilities? But if I'm thinking of my employer as a customer, I'm trying to figure out how much money can I get from my employer? Because if I think of them as a customer, I'm going to figure out how many more customers can I get? How much more money can I make? And then when that money comes into my ecosystem, how can I grow it using a Chris Cole's system when it comes to trading? But I want to I want to spin it. I want to pull it uh, pull it on you, uh, uh, brother Chris. When it comes to uh, people utilizing their money, first and foremost, in order to grow money, one must have money. Right. Correct. Right. And, and how many people have you taught or trained throughout your duration of being in this industry um, uh, that when they came to you and they wanted to trade, they didn't understand the importance of needing inflow, consistent inflow of money? Right. Shit, almost all of them. Yeah. And, and how has that affected their, their way or their feeling of growing money long term? Um, I mean, it, it really put them in a more stressful situation because ultimately the people want freedom, you yeah. know. So when they come to me or they look for education and they want to learn how to trade, what they really saying is they looking for freedom. Yeah. Um, But it's hard to be free when you still a slave to something. Matter of fact, you can't even be free if you still a slave to something. Um, And, and I think um, not think, but I know freedom um, comes with with understanding of how things work and how they put together in, in the first place. So once you understand what, what money is and how the uh, monetary system works, now you can start putting together a blueprint for freedom. And, and that's what I like to call it a blueprint for freedom, being able to take control um, over your time, the things that you choose to put in your mind and the things that you choose to put into your body. So, so, so when it comes to that, you and I talked about, because when, when you teach trading, I often hear you tell our students all the time, uh, this ain't no get rich quick. Right. This ain't no, if you're coming into this when it comes to the auto trader, to my trading, with the mindset that you're going to become a millionaire all of a sudden, you got the wrong mindset. And coming from a top 1%, uh, um, you know, seven-figure trader, I think that goes over a lot of people's head. Um so so when you when you talk to the students about having a, a mindset when it comes to trading, um, how many students or what's the percentage of people who actually have the ability to become full time traders? Man, in in win in trading. Yeah, regularly? I mean, typically only about five percent of traders make money, um, and that's because the other ninety five percent don't embody the necessary or the required mentality or mindset in order to consistently pull money from the market. Most people approach it like it's the lottery. Mm. You know, they want to make money right now. I want to make a million dollars a day when really trading is a skill set, just like riding a bike. Once you learn how to do it, 
you can't unlearn it. And it's something that as long as your index finger working or one of your fingers working, you can execute this skill set until the day that you die. Um, and, and building wealth and creating wealth with trading uh, is all about understanding the principles of compounding and leverage. I don't need to make a million dollars today. I can compound um, the profits that I'm making on a weekly or a monthly or a yearly basis, and I can leverage several systems inside of the, the trading realm to get me to that point. Yeah. Um, I tell people all the time, if you don't come from money or if you wasn't born into money, you must understand the principles of compounding and leverage if you ever want to become a millionaire or to become wealthy. So so talk about that mindset. How 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 do banks um, adopt that mindset of of not being attached to money? And, and how do you think banks thrive or able to thrive? You know, over over consistent because banks time. banks understand the system of money. Yes, um, and not and they and they operate from un- their understanding of the system of money and not from an emotional aspect. Right, um, understanding that money is just that it's the system. It it is called currency, so it has to flow. So how can I take the money that I already have or the money that I'm taking in? as an institution and always keep that money into the flow. I tell people all the time, one of the things um, that I learned from the streets was if I was always in the, if I always had my money in, in the flow, I can never be broke. Now yeah. I might not have the same amount of money all the time, but it was all, it's, it was impossible for me to be broke as long as I had money in the pot, right. money in the flow. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? So um, operating from, a systematic standpoint and not an emotional standpoint and a systematic standpoint goes into why I created uh, the auto trader and released it for the retail public because n- over 95% of the trading that takes place in the market today is, is automated or, or electronic, including the banks. Mm. Um, so, you know, we was talking earlier about life working. This is something that I've been working on for over three years, almost four years yeah to put a automated execution system in the hands of the, of the regular folks, the yeah. retail um, public where they can set their, they can take their, their dead money or the money that's not working for them um, and put it into a system or a program that will automatically execute um, their positions in the market, handle their risk management, handle their profit taking, handle the, the losses that they may occur as well. So over time, we had we we the the computer isn't emotional about it. The computer is constantly operating from the principles of compounding and leverage based on what is going on in the account yeah. and in the market simultaneously. Yeah. Now, the the automated trading system has done nothing but put the power back into the hands of the people, mm. and all all they got to do is just make sure they got a reliable Wi-Fi connection and that their computer don't shut down. So so I got actually two questions. The first question yeah. I want to ask you. Um. So do we? We know that the banks have that feeling, or they're able to keep their composure when it comes to the inflow of money and making money work, because they have the the value add, and and they're 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 really good at getting other people's money mm-hmm. to begin with. Mm-hmm. And on the other spectrum, I see that a lot of people who have um they're emotional about money. It's because they don't believe in their ability to make new money right. that can be able to overcome their temporary losses in the market. Yeah, well, so, well, so well what, I, what I teach is, for one, getting people to understand what money is in the first place. And money is simply 
the evidence of the transfer of energy. So a bank, a profitable bank, uh, does a fine job, a stellar job in controlling the energy of the people in in the form of money, yeah. right? And if we're talking about money being the evidence of energy, somebody got to possess it in the first place. Yes, sir. Who possessed it? Me and you, we possess that energy in the first place or it wouldn't exist. Yes, sir. Now, what do we know about the um, about energy? We know that we it cannot be created nor destroyed, but just moved from one place to another, just transferred from one place or another. Um, so the, the whole purpose of, of trading um, is controlling our own energy that we already possess and us exerting the energy we already possess back in a way that's going to be more beneficial um, to me, you, your family, opposed to these other institutions that's in place to grasp and take control of the people. Yeah. What keeps us in slavery is somebody else controlling the very energy that we possess. Mm. We can't be enslaved if we control what we own. Yeah. So, so man, that, that takes me to the, <laughs> that takes me to the next point. Um, cause a lot of us, you know, they, they, a lot of these advisors talk about these 401ks right. and IRAs and give it to the financial advisor to manage your money and things of that nature. When really the fund, the mutual fund, the 401k, wherever the money is, it's really connected to its own automated trader right with somebody managing something that's automatically trading right um well again we've been indoctrinated and educated and, and misled as a as a people as a masses as it pertains to money um if you go back and look and you know i'm a numbers guy you go back and look at the market ever since 1929 if any one of us in this room pick uh 20 stocks out of the majors uh in, in total out of the major sectors of the market it will return on average uh greater than eight percent over a period of 20 years after inflation right so when we go to these money managers finance companies and banks and, and 401ks and all of these other things that take our money um and give us you know a return like you say, this is a product, a 401k, a Roth IRA. This is a product, yes. right? So, so if, they can get our yeah, energy. Yeah, it's 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 a product because it incurs some type of fee or some type of transaction, um, some type of compensation for the transaction that's taking place. Yeah. Now, if I'm paying my financial advisor 2 to 3% uh, every year, right, and we got inflation sitting at 3 to 4% every year, we got 7% off the rip. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, if I'm if it's automatically costing me seven percent a year due to inflation and due to uh, a financial advisor, how much money does my money have to make on a yearly basis in order for me to even make any money? At least twelve percent, or at least eight percent, uh, right? Because uh, it's costing oh, any money. Oh, you said three percent inflation, eight percent for sure. So it's costing me seven percent a year. So now the rest of my money needs to be put in. in uh, put out into a way that is earning at least eight percent per year for me to even be making any money right and it's absolutely crazy in this day and age to have any substantial amount of money just sitting in a bank because guess what every day is sitting is sitting in the bank it's costing you money mm. so you you're literally you're literally paying the bank to cost you money Mm. Just by sitting there because it, it it's safe. This is where my my money needs to be. It's in a checking account, easily account accept, or what? It's available. easily acceptable. Yeah. Or what you know, whatever, whatever lie you want to believe. But the fact of the matter is, you're losing money 
every single day that your money isn't working for you. And it's not about, again, it's not about uh, what wealthy folks understand. It's not about the amount of dollars that you have accumulated as much as it's about your ability to preserve buying power. Because what $20 could buy us 20 years ago, it it can't buy us today, right? So, and, and again, you know, when it comes to understanding the mindset of the wealthy people, and it's like, well, why do they... Um, you know, they're more risk adverse um, than we are. Why? Because they know that all they have to do to stay in the position that they in is to preserve their, their buying power. Yes. So I, they don't need to take high risk investments if they already got a vehicle that's earning them 15, 20 percent. They never going to go broke. They never going to go broke because they are they're already wealthy. You yeah. understand what I'm saying? Now, us on the other, most of us on the other end, we have to. um you know, go a different route and, and, and for one, understand the, the principles of compounding and leverage, but really put our money to work. I mean, even at, at this, um, you know, at this stage, all of us here being being millionaires, even to this day, it's still a certain amount. It's a certain percentage of every dollar that comes to my hand that I immediately put back to work yeah. in some shape, form or fashion because it's principle. Yeah. Well, family, listen. Um, we're going to go to commercial for a brief second. Um, when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about the functioning of a bank and why everybody needs to be their own bank and why it's important for you to really tap into what BWO is trying to bring the message, which is creating your own banking system and then going and partnering with other banking families for the benefit of the growth of your family. Be back soon. What are you doing at 1 o'clock in the afternoon at Top Golf? What you mean what I'm doing at 1 o'clock uh, in, the, in the afternoon at 1 o'clock? Uh, listen, let me tell you something. Brother Ben taught me skill sets that you can learn too as well on how to take what I've learned in all of my business experiences online and I can just use it from my phone. Matter of fact, um, I've created multiple seven-figure companies just from my phone alone because of what that brother showed. So, show that brother right there. Now come back to me. That brother has literally showed me exactly how to take what I've learned in the offline world and how to take it online. But if you click the link below, you can learn the 50 ways that you can be able to make money so you can take advantage of the very same thing he taught me so you can take your life to the next level. So I'm going to get back to what I'm doing, making money online. So so uh, welcome back, family. Um, we're talking about the importance of um, building your own banking system and how um, simple it really is in order to be able to do that and for more families to start looking at their business construct as their own form of banking. Um, because I think that it will allow for all of us to actually get to taste what freedom is. Because how crazy is it for us to have these high-paying careers or these high-paying businesses spend all of your money but need to depend on another family's money because you don't know how to manage your own right, money. Right. Because that's how I see the bank. I'm going to, uh, this was funny, Bank of America was originally called Bank of Italy. Bank of Italy was started by one man who when he came to here, he was um, a foreigner. And um, this man who started the Bank of Italy was turned into the Bank of America. Nobody in America would lend to him. Nobody would give him money. So what he did was he got back in contact with his family from Italy. They got money together, and then they started their own business, banking business, um, here in America, and they began to only lend to Italians. Right. And 
a family started this Bank of Italy that ended up becoming Bank of America, and they got so big because of the mentality that he had. Why would I continue to prove myself to these businesses or banks or families if they don't want to help me, I'm going to help myself and then put my own people on mm -hmm. in the process of doing that. And when we think about that, we have to ask ourselves, why uh, why is there such a high dependency on using these other families' businesses? Well, it's very simple. If, if the banking, if you controlled America with your banks, wouldn't you not pay for marketing, branding, advertisement, uh, to get the uh, to get your information inside the school district, wouldn't you not um, uh, sponsor textbooks, sponsor publications, sponsor authors to write a specific type of information that would get people to have to need your system? When you think about that, you understand that the Federal Reserve ain't nothing but a a a, 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 a cartel. A yeah. cartel of families right. that got together that they are all in control of this entire system that we call this banking system. So if you are, if you're a cartel, your family is dependent upon people using your business, wouldn't you want everybody to depend on your business? Of course. So when I look at that, I say, well, damn, if they were able to do it, I I should be able to do it. And how? what's the fastest way to do it? is to have some type of business service or value add that you can bring to the world so that they can purchase your products or services so that you can be able to grow it from there. And so when I looked at the BWO construct, Brother Ben, I say, damn, man, are we really teaching families how to truly really be independent? Because if you know how to trade, mm -hmm. if you know how to know your in, uh, how to enter a trade and exit a trade, how to look at papers, how to value uh, good good stocks or currencies to be able to get in and out. You know how to grow money. Mm -hmm. One, if you know the proper ways to reserve your money and guarantee legacies through insurance reserves. Two, and if you know how to market uh, and brand your products and services that can bring you new money so you can be able to grow on top of the old money that you're growing, that is somebody that is free. Right. That is somebody who's a bank. That's somebody that can... Uh, 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 pay for their children's cars and make their children uh, make monthly payments back to them right. to teach them responsibility. That's somebody who can pay for their children's homes and tell their children to pay a mortgage back to the family uh, so that they can be able to continue to build this family business and things of that nature. That's somebody who can take money out the company and purchase houses and cars and equipment and, and, and staffing to allow the company to continue to grow and the best benefit of the company. That is a bank. Because when I look at these private institutions, when I look at these fundings, um, these private funds, all they do is they get other people's money. They grow their money and take their profit off the top. They're just servicing money. Mm. So if you can find a way to service a product or service a good or service that customer or client in the best way that they can, they will give you the money you can be able to grow it, which is the the very reason why every family, I think, should think of themselves as building their own private bank. Whether you're working a job, a career, or building your own business, you should think of yourself as a bank, building your own banking system so you're no longer dependent on anybody else. And I think that's 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 pretty much the sum of that.
And if you want to learn how to build your own private bank, if you want to learn how to build out your own family structure, protect your money, guarantee the generational wealth, like we're talking about, join the BWO, www.bwoacademy.com, www.bwoacademy.com. I know many of y'all are from Michigan, from the Show Me State. So go over to Instagram and type in BWO Reviews. This is going to allow you all to see the testimonials from our students, because as I always say, we can come up here and say we teaching you this. We showing you how to do that. And we got the best this. But our results, uh, they speak you can't for argue. With them. You know, yeah. they, they speak for themselves. As Chris say all the time, you can't argue with the results. So spend your time being watching the Instagram BWO review. See what students are actually accomplishing and overcoming through the program and make the decision to join www.bwoacademy.com. And, and let me ask yeah. y'all, let me ask y'all a question real quick before we dip out. For the person out there that's like, man, I'm I'm in BWO and I hear you talking about building your own bank. And I hear that BWO's focus is to help a thousand families become millionaires uh, by building their own like banking business system. Um what should be a person's first focus when they get our content you know when they get inside the academy so they can stay on track with building their own business or, or, or family banking business i would say that before joining you have to remove money out of your mind i know it's going to be hard because it's a wealth academy showing you how to make money in many ways but i would say remove money and figure out what your true purpose and gift is uh the scripture says your gift will make room for you um, so a lot of times many people are joining just for money. And if what's, for example, let's say you just joined cause you heard somebody made $20,000 with the trading, or you heard somebody made $20,000 a month or whatever with this real estate. Okay. That's cool. But if that don't work for you within a month and that ain't really what you really wanted to do and you only came for money, you're not going to have the longevity and patience to be able to overcome losing money, overcome the time that it takes to actually get to you finally get into your $20,000 a month or your $20,000 with trading or whatever the case may be. So I would say you have to figure out what you really want to do. Do you want to start a online business? Do you just want to, are you already in a financial position to where you good and you want to put your money to work for you? That will tell you what you need to do. I don't think giving them a, you need to do this first, then do this first, then do this is necessarily going to work for everybody because I think it's going to be tailor-made for that person. And I would say coming in, you need to go into the tribe and figure out what your wealth blueprint is, figure out what your money is because the past two times I've been in, somebody have mentioned, oh, I couldn't get into the study group and learn this or I couldn't do this because of something that happened in a past. So you need to get whatever it is in you and figure out what my true why is. Why am I really joining this thing? You know, why am I in the condition that I'm in? Because you may already be in one of our courses and you feel stuck, but you ain't stuck because the course ain't good. You ain't stuck because Chris didn't explain it right. You ain't stuck because true, you didn't know how to set up your auto trader. It's something from your past. It's something from your mindset that's a mental block that's causing you to stay stagnant in that lane. So I would say you need to discover you. You need to study you and figure out 
you know, uh, your time. You need to figure out how much time do I have in my schedule. You need to determine what distractions am I going to eliminate now in my life because a lot of this information in BWO is brand spanking new to you. You ain't know nothing about what dropshipping was. You ain't know nothing about what no bonds feature was. You didn't even know what a Discord is. You having a hard time signing the NDA. So a lot of this stuff is brand new for you. So you have to make a mental note first. What am I about to remove so I can treat this, like Jake said, like a school? So I can treat this like college. So I can really give this the, you know, the the mindset and I can give this the time that it needs to truly be successful. Because a lot of people, if not, you will come in just asking what's the play today. You will come in asking what's the Nadex move today. You will come in asking what is this. And you may be successful a little bit, but you're not going to be successful in the way that you need to be because you didn't put the time in to understand the why. You didn't put the under you didn't put the time in to understand how Chris is getting to the Nadex pick. You're not joining the one percent trading room to get the psychology of why he's telling you to do or why even a student is telling you to do this. Because what about when that student is sick? What about when Chris is traveling? What about when y'all can't get in contact with him? You can't blame him for your family not making no money this month. You can't blame him for your family not making money today. That's on you because you didn't put in the time that's needed to actually dig in and actually learn what needs to be learned. So I think that's the first step. What about you? Yeah, I, I totally agree with both of you all. And, uh, you know, when you get finally get to the point of, of the uh, money is figuring out how you can get into the flow of the money as quick as possible. Yeah. Um, and, and staying in the flow and again getting in the flow of the money is rooted in principle and understanding of how money works in the first place um, again you are the money right so how can I get my energy how can I possess and harness my energy and, ex and expend it in a way that's going to be more beneficial to me opposed to somebody else yeah and what he when he means by energy for those of y'all that that need a little further understanding what he's talking about is your value yeah. right how can how can you grow your value to to come into the way of other people's energy flowing to you money flowing to you so if you have a low vibrational value typically the type of money that you bring home is low yeah but if the value that you bring your specific industry or marketplace is high nine times out of ten your income will be high yeah. giving you more money to be able to leverage so that you can be able to grow it so when you're making, not making the money you want to make, you really have to ask yourself, damn, am I truly bringing the type of value to the marketplace that I really think that I'm bringing or am I not? And your money, what I've learned, don't lie. Yeah. Your money typically shows you Can't the true value uh, uh, that you're bringing. And so with that being said, like Brother Ben, you got to know what you're doing. If you're in a career that you feel like it, that you're adding the most value, you have the most upside, and you can get in front of the the most uh, the most currency flow the fastest. Stay in your career until you're able to grow your wealth, uh, your, your 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 financial get to financial freedom as fast as you can. Because you quitting a hundred and fifty thousand dollar job and taking your standard of living to thirty thousand dollars, it's much easier than you stopping a hundred thousand dollar plus career. And starting your business from scratch, and you don't know what the hell you you called to do. Right. Um, versus, or if you're somebody where you currently have a business that's functioning, that's flowing, you know, starting to think of your business as the inflow 
of this value add that you're bringing, dropping your uh, the expenses that you're spending down so you have more flow to be able to make sure that you learn how to grow that money. So I think it's just a matter, like you said, of just knowing where you are, knowing where your gift is and being honest with where your real flow of currency is coming from and then putting yourself in the best position to be able to grow that income the way that you can. And so, you know, some of you may be able to stay in your career um, and get us, you know, a second stream of income and use that second stream of income as your value add to continue to grow and move in that space. Some of you have been called to entrepreneurship at the highest level and, and you can tap into our digital real estate to really learn how to grow and expand your brand. But I think that we have to be honest with ourselves, with where we are in our life so that we can truly put our families in the best positions to win. Yes, sir. And with that said, uh, man, thank you all for watching. Thank you all for supporting. Um, if you all are interested in uh, being featured on, on our podcast as sponsors, you know, uh, if you're a business, uh, you can email us at bwoevents at gmail.com, uh, bwoevents at gmail.com if you all would like to reach out and offer some sponsorship to what we got going with that being said this is the abs podcast my name is brother ben x i'm jake taylor jacobs chris cole i am peace peace love peace. game